Alexa and Meredith here of the Diet Jack Movement. And we want to ask our listeners, how many of you are sitting here coming into December, 2021, thinking, okay, I've got to find another new diet and I'm going to start again, January 1. But first I'm going to just eat all the food all through December and then January 1, actually no, because January 1 is not on a Monday. January 3 is when I will start and I will not eat and I will fail by week one or by week two and be in the same place that I was the year before and the year before and the year before and the year before, right? So we'll wait. Whose hands are up? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> and I, you know so, what? I'm not even going to lie, Meredith. Like I, this was the old me. And I'm sure you could even relate to that too, right? Like this, I, we were there once. So I'm not sitting here from a coach's perspective being like, you shouldn't do that. Like, no, I'm, I'm relating to you guys right now because that used to be me. I've tried Weight Watchers. I've tried Paleo. I've tried Atkins. I have never in, nor will I ever try keto, but I've, I've tried all the things. So like we've been there. So I think now, because we are heading into the January one, the new year's resolutions, like it's not a bad thing to start thinking about what our goals are or what our, what we want our future selves to look like, to feel like, to act like health wise, et cetera, et cetera. But I think where you need to start is not with what am I going to do, but with what hasn't worked and then going one step further and figuring out why hasn't it worked. And then that will be the platform in which you can then create your game plan going into this next year. Yes. And what we consider working is not something that got you results within a week or within a month. But if you did the said diet and you gained all of your weight back that you lost, then it didn't work. (laughs) So what works is if you can still doing the same thing you were doing five, 10 years ago, that is what works. If it's a short-term diet that you lost weight and gained it back, that, that didn't work. Right. So maybe there's still a say 20 pound weight loss goal, like on the table, like, well, I lost 20 pounds last January and February, and I gained it all back plus five. Right. So now we're looking at 25 pounds that we want to get rid of. Well, what didn't work was whatever you did that January and February that got that weight off. Like, yes, I guess it worked to get weight off, but now you're worse off than when you started last year. So what if you said, okay, well, losing all that weight in two months doesn't work. So what if I try to lose that weight the next 12 months and then making that commitment to be okay with, you know, the long game to saying my goal is still the same. Yeah. The the timeline might not be quote ideal or desired, but what if this time next year I'm, you know, sitting down, listening to the diet doc movement podcast and not raising my hand to that question of like, all right, new year's resolutions coming again. I'll start again in five weeks. (laughs) Like that would be huge. And it's not sexy. (laughs) We always say that, right? Like 
sitting here recording this, it's almost like, you know, I, I know what, what the listeners are in their heads are going, yeah, but oh, I want it off tomorrow. I want it off yesterday. Like, I don't want to wait six months to lose that weight. But my other question for you is, would you rather lose the weight and gain it all back and be so mentally screwed <laughs> or six months from now, looking back going, wow, sustainably, I've lost this body fat, this weight. I enjoyed my life through the process and it's still off and I'm still moving in the direction of my goals. I think what's forgotten about with those individuals that are like crash dieting or fad dieting is that they could like six months seems very far from now. Right. But if you took the approach that you're all going to take this coming year, because we're going to just land on nutritional science and flexible dieting and, and pacing ourselves and slow and steady, right. All those analogies six months ago, you could have been there if you had started six months before that. And then you could be in this beautiful position with all of this knowledge and health and, you know, just mental health, (laughs) not only physical health, but mental health of being like, okay, like if my goal pivots or if I, you know, need to dial back that goal pursuit, like I've got all of the tools to use and I'm using them. And it's not this extreme measure and countdown till the ball drops to start that next extreme measure. It's just, oh man, being on the other side of dieting, Lex, like you and I can both attest, like it is so, it's like, we don't have to think about food as much, which is kind of ironic when you're dieting, right? It's it's just freeing, you know? And, And let's talk about like, I don't want to name any diets or things like that, but Anything that's restrictive is what we're talking about. If you're entering January one with the mindset of I'm going to do this diet, which I can't have this, or I can't do that. And they want to take away this, or this is a no, can't do this right there. You're already setting yourself up for failure because the minute that you tell yourself you can't, or this program or this coach you hired or whatever says you can't do that. You can't do that. What is the one thing that you want to do? (laughs) that, that. <laughs> right? So think about it from the other perspective, right? When you have the autonomy to make the decision, you are in the driver's seat to say, Hey, I know it's so cliche balance and moderation, but flexible dieting. I have the opportunity to make some really great choices that are just going to fuel my body and nourish my body and, and vitamins and minerals and all that stuff. But guess what? I'm also human. And I know I got a few parties and I have some things like that. So guess what? I'm going to enjoy a couple drinks here or a couple treats here, knowing that that's not going to completely self-sabotage. I don't have that guilt of doing that said thing. I'm not allowed to have you pick right back up where you left off and you're still ahead of the game. You enjoyed your life and you're continuing on and on and on and on. So if we have any listeners that are new, let's dive in a little bit about what flexible dieting is. So Alexa and I coach nutrition based on science and evidence and math. And again, nothing sexy, but we're going to coach our clients on macronutrients. So we're going to teach our clients what is in food, where do their calories come from? And that's from three things, predominantly protein, carbohydrates, and dietary fat. So even flexible dieting can kind of get to an extreme. So if you're like, all right, I just learned what a macro is about 10 seconds ago. 
I learned that calories are king when it comes to weight gain or fat loss or maintenance. So I'm going to slash all the calories and I'm going to eat all this protein and like very little fat and all like it can be taken to an extreme too, or I'm going to Tetris my macros together with like one slice of cheese and like half a pumpkin pie. And like, you can take that to an extreme too. So if you just learned what a macro is, why don't you just like self audit, like just track your food, see where your macros fall. And then, then start to make little improvements. Like maybe not even dabble with calories yet. If like we're going into the holiday season and we've got, you know, 47 work events followed by Christmas parties right after that, just track and then make one change. Like what would be your first change for that? Like new flexible diet or less, like what would be the one thing they could hold on to this entire holiday season that would improve and set them up for success? The number one thing, like you said, is just taking that self audit. That's where I have every client start. Like, give me a seven day self audit. Like, where are you? Are you eating like 10,000 calories or a thousand calories? Is your protein at 20 or is it at 120? Like just having that baseline is, is number one, I think. So just having that self audit, tracking out of curiosity only, not trying to hit a certain macronutrient or a certain calorie, but just that self audit. After that, like something simple is just water, just drink more water. <laughs> and let's, where are you at? Are you drinking like 32 ounces of water a day? Are you drinking one bottle of water a day? Like, again, I don't have this like lofty goal for them to hit. It's track your water and see where you're at. Everything is a self audit of, of where are you currently? And let's make these tiny little mini goals and baby steps each week. Let's not try to change everything at once and then burn to the ground. <laughs> and that's where like having coaches, why don't we have a little bit more protein at breakfast? Again, nothing drastic or sexy or exciting necessarily for our clients, but that one suggestion fast forward 52 weeks from now could be that one thing that catapulted you into long-term dieting success. And we want to help get you there this year. Yeah. And I just want to say too, like context is key with everyone. You know, we have some clients that are drinking five pops a day. So where I would start with them would be like, Hey, let's drop down to four. Let's drop down to three. Can we get to every other day? Can we get to like twice a week? You know, or if you're maybe on the other end and you, you know, you're not, your food quality looks pretty good. Maybe it is something as like, Hey, let's try to put a protein at every meal. Let's try to pair with your snack it's just an apple, it's just a car. Maybe we try pairing a protein with that to keep you fuller longer. You know, so you have that client over here. You have some clients that are eating, you know, fast food two or three times a day. Maybe we try cleaning that up a little bit. So context really is key with each client, but it's, it's meeting with yourself with where you're at after that self audit. And then just making those little baby changes. But like you said, it does help to have that coach on the other end to say, Hey, I'm going to hold you accountable. And here's where we're at. And here's our goal for the next week. Mm -hmm. So if you started this podcast, raising your hand or smiling or frowning that you are one of those where it's like, oh my gosh, how did they know I'm waiting four more weeks to sign up for whatever the next diet plan is to hit my goals, like reach out to us. Let's just have a conversation about like, what are those goals? And then maybe we're the right coach for you. Maybe we're not, but just to bounce off that goal that we have for ourselves off of somebody that has a lens of, we want to find a permanent solution as opposed to a fast solution. We are happy to be that for you. Reach out, love to work with you and teach all about flexible dieting. And I promise you will not regret it. I'm going to leave you with this, that freedom feeling, freedom from the scale, freedom from food, learning about it and not having that just guilt 
of having to constantly start over on Monday, have that guilt of doing the said thing your one diet told you you couldn't do, that will all be gone. And it is, it, it, we can't even explain it. It's, it's one thing our clients uh, who are successful and they leave our program go, you know what, I came here to lose some weight <laughs> and I gained so much more in a positive way. So that freedom feeling is just, is just the best. So take that into the holiday season and we will see you in season three next year.